All hey, right. Everyone. Hello. Welcome back to another Saturday morning. Well, no, today's Sunday. It feels like Saturday because it's a long weekend. You are literally just talking about church, and I'm like, yes, Saturday. Anyway, um, yes, welcome to another weekend morning edition of Girls with Fun. Yes. Um, so let's just hop right into it. A lot of news this week. A lot of good news, I should say. Not so much a lot of news, but a lot of good news. Anyway, starting off with last Sunday, BTS were on the VMAs. And it was the first time we got to see Dynamite performed live on television. Well, it wasn't live. But anyway, <laughs> semi-live. Um, and so, yeah, we got to see the Dynamite choreo. We got to see them sing. Those mics were on, baby. Like, hello. <laughs> no lip syncing here. <laughs> um I will say, oh go ahead no I'm done I was just gonna say I was like not ready because I'm so used to groups like leading not groups like award shows leading us on for hours like I mean hours so I just like had it on and was like casually watching and like all our friends were texting me and like talking about like oh when it comes on like let's you know I'll be on FaceTime together <laughs> and like I pretty much like eating my computer across the room when they came on and I could only text like BTS and like no context because I was not ready it came on so quickly and I was like you mean I don't have to stay up until like 2 a.m just to see a five second clip so I was not ready for that so yeah I was not expecting it to come on that early I can't remember what I was doing but I either went to go take a shower or I went to go put like my like face products on my face for like five minutes or something I don't know I was gone for some period of time I can't remember if it was long or short it came back <laughs> somehow I missed the entire performance I'm like sitting there waiting on BTS to come on we're just chatting <laughs> I'm like did I miss the performance or something like what happened why am I seeing it on the timeline <laughs> I was so mad I had to go back and yep. rewind and watch it again yeah but whatever um it was great. Uh, it was fun to see it. Definitely fun to hear them sing, like all of them singing, which isn't, you know, a usual thing. So that was cool. And the choreo is cute. Um, and that night, they also won Best Pop Video, Best Choreo, Best K-Pop, and Best Group. So it was sweet for all the categories that they were in. Yeah. Four awards. Um, and then next, the news that we had all been waiting for. <laughs> if I had sirens, I would let them off. <laughs> I know. I was literally sitting here like, is she is she gonna talk about this? Like, I feel like we should have let off with this. No, we have to do it in sequential order, man. <laughs> okay. Of course, we have BTS topping the Billboard Hot 100. So, Dynamite reached number one. I'm pretty sure we were all, like, expecting it, but just the anticipation of waiting for them to release it. It felt like they were taking forever to post it. I'm like, no one takes this long to post. Like, I felt like I was going to jump out of my skin waiting for them to just announce yeah. it number one. I was not, like... I, I thought we would have it based on, like, ARMY streaming and buying efforts and everything, but I also know how hard, like, the establishment that B has worked against us in the past. Right. So I wasn't sure what kind of, like, mathematical sorcery they were going to try to do to, like, not give us number one. So, like, I trusted our efforts, but until I saw it, you know, stone-clad, published publicly, I was really scared to believe it. Yeah, it was absolutely insane. I got nothing done that day after that. Yeah, All I could do was think about them <laughs> reaching number one. Um, so they are the first Korean pop artist in history to debut at number one on Billboard. Well, the Hot 100 specifically. Mm. Um, they had the biggest Spotify global debut of 2020. Uh, the song garnered 33.9 million U.S. streams. And 300,000 units sold in the first week. And that includes the physical um, cassette and vinyl uh, releases. 
along with digital. And it had 11.6 million radio airplay impressions. So Dynamite was doing big things. Yeah, my local friends keep texting me like, I heard Dynamite on the radio. I heard Dynamite on the radio. Someone's like, I heard Dynamite on the radio twice today. I'm like, good, good, thank you, good. (laughs) Pre-save tweet, like ready to go. And I'm like, in case you were wondering, it's also your man's birthday today (laughs) to like one of my local friends. Because she's always like, who's that guy when Jungkook comes on the TV? So, yeah, anyway, I've not been doing great at, like, playing it cool. I know, like, ARMY were supposed to be playing it cool, and I would say I'm only doing, like, a B job at that. (laughs) And, like, what a first birthday present. Not a first birthday present. What a uh, birthday present for Jungkook to get a number one (laughs) on his birthday. I know. That's awesome. It's crazy. And I also saw um, that, I saw this on Twitter, that this was the biggest release since 2017, or like the highest selling or highest charting release uh, since Taylor Swift's like, What You Made Me Do. And in addition, I also saw that not only did they get number one on the Billboard Hot 100, they had as many sales as the next 49 slots combined. And that just like, (laughs) absolutely blew my mind so you have a lot of articles that are like shook I saw a tweet I should save this for the funny part but it was kind of savage it was like um you know this billboard hot 100 has eliminated this perception in the west that like uh there's a gap between them and bts and it says and it's eliminated the perception in the east that like bts and other k-pop groups are like still in the same sphere and he's like and that's why you've had so much discomfort on the timeline lately and i was just like oh that is that is a hot take right there but <laughs> but um yeah i have seen just like articles about like how this happened or whatever um and I was like it really shouldn't be a surprise because like army have literally been training for this like yeah we learned how to do it without radio play and now we got the radio play and we you know have learned how to mobilize over various you know projects or birthday gifts or charity work or anything like that so the fact that we have this like pool of money to share to like do purchases like none of that should be even like a tiny bit surprising. Yep. So my army ego is going to continue <laughs> to be real annoying <laughs> exactly. for the indefinite future. It's also crazy to think that just in March, like on reached number four. That was this year. <laughs> like it doesn't feel like <laughs> I know. How crazy that they've done so many great things in the same year. I'm just blown away every time by then. I would say that on getting number four, which I didn't even remember to be honest, but it feels it feels different this time because we're not doing it alone. There is like a broader acceptance. And whether that's finally because like people have become comfortable with them or because it's in English, which is a whole other conversation that I'm not prepared to have. <laughs> but like I I don't know it does feel bigger this time to me but to be fair February was also a really weird time for me personally so slash March so maybe I wasn't like in the loop so yeah um I mean I recall it but it just feels like light years away because yeah. <laughs> I feel like we've experienced a year in only a few months. <laughs> I was going to say, this year has been long. Like, <laughs> I feel older. Like, a lot older. Like, I think my personality has been, like, in, not to use, like, Twilight language, but, like, um, oh, God, now I'm blanking on the word. What did she say? Irrevocably in love with him. I was like, my personality has been irrevocably changed. <laughs> we can't go back. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, Dynamite promotions are going to continue because they released a new schedule. Um, They're going to be on the Today Show, I'm assuming virtually, on the 10th of this month. They're also going to be on America's Got Talent on the 16th. They're going to do the iHeartRadio Fest on the 
eighteenth. I think that's what I wrote down. And then on the um twenty sixth, they're going to be doing a dynamite envy at a secret venue. I know. Don't know what that means. I was I was like, what? <laughs> exactly. Like, I don't know what that means, but isn't okay. every venue like secret in twenty twenty? Because we can't have groups like <laughs> Yeah, but we're like taking dynamite into October. Like this isn't gonna be just a few a few days or a few weeks thing. Like we're writing this one out for the next album. Yeah. Um also can we please oh, this is the only thing I'll say when the next album comes out, it's a scary thought to think that we're also gonna have to try to like get it to number one. And That's, I know that we again I know that Army can. Like we have proven that we can. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't doubt our abilities, but I doubt <laughs> everyone else. I know. Every time, I think we talked about this last time, or I mentioned it last time, that every time we top these goals, I'm like, okay, how are we going to do this again next time, but even bigger? <laughs> like, <laughs> but we do it each time, so. Us being, like, I don't know, like, really strategic or something <laughs> in our personalities, like, instead of just enjoying the moment, we're like, F, yeah, we got to do this again. I'm like, what are we shooting for this time? Like, 150 million views? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> That's a lot. But we'll make it happen. Also, real quick, people getting mad because of all the remixes, like, charting. I'm like, that's literally what Lil Nas X did. Like, <laughs> why are you mad now? Exactly. You're just mad because the remixes are doing better than your song. <laughs> well... Like I said, I'm going to be real annoying forever now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. Someone's going to be like, but what about? And I'll be like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, no. No Hot 100, no opinion. <laughs> There's nothing you can really say. Uh, the, <laughs> the Ionic MV. The I'll song BTS. <laughs> the song BTS did for Hyundai was released on September 1st. That song is a hit. I don't like it's a song for a car commercial, but that song goes off. I'm like, I need this vibe on the next album. I need this on Spotify. I'm trying to listen to this. Like, just on YouTube isn't doing it for me. Like, I need this everywhere. How do you make a song go that hard for a car commercial? They don't play any games. Like, they're not sparing anyone. It's a car commercial and they're going that hard. Gosh. I don't have much to say other than that song is great. I saw like snippets of their sustainability interview. Like Hobie saying he's trying to breathe less. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that interview was just jokes all around. Like <laughs> that interaction with Hobie and Jungkook and Yugi just <laughs> being like that's absolutely useless. Like <laughs> What are you talking about? You hold your breath for 10 seconds. I know. And then, like, actually going into, con like, a full-on conversation about it. Like, what if everyone in the world did it, though? <laughs> like, it was Also, so like, at an interview that's being published. Like, if this is how chaotic <laughs> they are on the record, like, I can't even envision the conversations that they're having. Exactly. The or away from, like, the press or interviews. Exactly. And like Tay saying that he's been recycling for the last 25 years. <laughs> Jimin was like, the last 25? He was like, yes. <laughs> like, period. I said what I said. <laughs> hey, uh, not the first time Tay has done something like that. Do you remember that really old but really iconic run episode um, where Min Yoon Ji made an appearance? <laughs> and he's like, I've been wearing these glasses for 20, I think at that point he said like 23 years. And they were like, you were born with these on? And he's like, yes. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're just so funny. They're not even trying. <laughs> just comedians. Uh, okay, um, last bit of news. The Break the Silence, the movie was postponed in Korea, obviously, because of COVID. I'm wondering if they're going to do it in other countries as well. My hypothesis that I've already told you is that Big Hit controls their domestic release, but then they have, like, some kind of contract with Trafalgar 
releasing or whatever it is. I'm sorry if I butchered that. Um, where they have like international distribution. So I'm mm -hmm. sure Big Hit does not want that kind of liability. But because yeah. otherwise, why wouldn't they have pulled it in other places too? Like Korea was one of the places doing better. So I don't That's understand. True. And I'm like, they're definitely not going to pull it here. The US is doing everything they can to try and open back up and get back to normal. So of course, they're going to try and release it so they can get hordes of fans to flock to the movie theaters and give them money again in terms of my personality changing the idea of sitting in a room with a bunch of strangers looking at a tv is like not even remotely appealing to me at this point i'm like the only way the only way i would consider even going is if i went in like the middle of the day if they even have showings that early because usually for a movie like this they don't show them early they only show them like later at night the prime time spots or whatever yeah i'm like the only way i would do it is if i went in like the middle of a work day i saw here in pittsburgh they were having uh and i think other places as well i'm assuming if we had it but they were having like a re re-release of i want to say the last one i'm yeah, so bad are. at remembering the names but they were doing like a rerun and so i think there was more open slots then i'm assuming i didn't actually try to go out but i am hoping for a rerun of this one later like a broader release because yeah, yeah i'm not trying to do like a 7 p.m on a friday showing <laughs> yeah i just don't know why they can't make it online make it digital and we would still pay it would be the same amount of money right yeah Maybe even more oh yeah <laughs> So I don't get it, but oh well. Yeah. Guess we'll see. I, I mean, I would be shocked knowing Big Hit and Big Hit's desire for our money and how good they are at getting our money. I would be shocked if they didn't do like an online release or some kind of makeup event later. <laughs> Big Hit staff, if you're listening to this podcast, again, please take my idea for free. <laughs> You don't even have to give me a cut. Just <laughs> release it online. I'll pay you. Um, this doesn't necessarily have to go into the pod, but I just saw while I was looking for news that <laughs> Big Hit is doing a surprise drop of, uh, of merch. <laughs> of, like, dynamite merch. Like, you got us to the top. So here's some like special merch for you again they want our money they get our money <laughs> and they make it like a surprise drop like what but people will eat it up because it has that whole feeling with like an event or like a special release like this is why people love like sample sales or you know this is all like why streetwear works right you take a basic gilded tee that says supreme on it and only make 200 of them and people will line up for hours to get this exclusive item it's the exact same thing they're like surprise drop number one drop limited edition drop and people are like foaming at the mouth to get it and i'm the same way like i'm i am one of those people which is why i'm like i know what you're doing the kid <laughs> anyway shall we roll into like our main topic and reset well, let's do it. All right. So what's our topic for the week that you have proposed to me? And my second uh, question is, why did you want to talk about it this week? Or like, what has your experience been? So the topic for today is going to be the stigma against being a fan, just in general, young and old, doesn't matter your gender. Just in general, I feel like there is this stigma against you being a fan of a celebrity particularly or I should say more especially when it's a boy band um you're just seen at like it's like this rabid animal <laughs> and I don't I don't get it I don't understand why um there's so much like hate or annoyance when you are a fan of a boy band um 
I specifically brought it up this week because I recently had a family member when I was um, describing that I had somehow it came up that I had a podcast for BTS and they laughed and they were like you're so obsessed and it was just kind of like why are fans um I don't want to generalize it to just women but why are fans always looked down um looked down upon for just having any enjoyment in anything really like (laughs) we just can't enjoy anything why do I have to be obsessed because I have a BTS podcast how many men have sports podcasts like well I was gonna say how many men like paint their chests and go out and scream at a sports game and just like chug beers and like I mean really with no shade I also enjoy I love watching sports would I like know all the stats no but like if someone does that's cool they've invested time into a hobby like I'm tired of being told that we're obsessive but yeah I'll let you go I just find it strange like um men and women alike will have their entire wardrobes be <laughs> like apparel from their favorite team their favorite sports team you see the sweatshirt I'm wearing today <laughs> <laughs> okay example example a they <laughs> will um decorate their entire cars with it their license plate has it on there it's hanging in their dashboard their entire desk at work is covered in paraphernalia like they don't let you they, they have to let you know that they are a diehard whatever insert sports fan here like it, it's everywhere and it'll be all over their social media like it's no different from what we do actually if anything we might be a bit more reserved because we don't want people to know that we enjoy this so much for the most part yeah. we try and hide it because <laughs> we're ashamed of it because people make us ashamed of it yeah <laughs> I'm curious though like I, I well yeah go ahead I'll bring this up in a minute no, I just, I just don't understand why we can't enjoy anything. Why, why is it because it's, uh, I don't know, like a bunch of boys singing that we can't like be excited about it or enjoy it or, you know, want to like make it a hobby to do something like a podcast or even just to like, you know, put posters up on your wall or anything like that. You're like automatically obsessed and you're annoying and you're crazy over them. Like, I, I just don't get it. Yeah, I'm, I am curious about this, too. Um, and about the, like, shame element, especially. Because it's so weird. Like, I've been so lucky. Most of the people I'm friends with are, like, very supportive, right? Even if they don't get it, per se. They'll still, like, listen to songs or be like, oh, that song's really good. Even if I know they're not, like, streaming or you know, they're very positive about it overall, and they've bought me, like, shirts and gifts, and, like, even, like, this week, my parents bought me that, as you put it, deep fried (laughs) Time magazine, you know, trying to be supportive, and the fact that my, like, very frugal parents would pay $15 to buy me this magazine, I was, like, very, like, flattered and touched, but it's true that I used to be a lot more chill about it, um, I remember being on Twitter before I made my Stan Twitter account, like, being like, well, if I like this post, like, it will show all my other, like, locals (laughs) that, like, I'm into this, or, like, I wouldn't really post about it on Instagram, like, I would keep it kind of separate, which was part of the reason I even, like, made my whole Stan Twitter account, you know, but it's so weird, because I'm so out there about it now, and I don't know if that came with just, like, so when I first started standing, I had no one around, period, because I was working in rural Spain and had, like, no friends in person around. Um, like, I got along really well with the teachers, and I had, like, a great time, like, traveling around Europe, but I didn't have friends that I was, like, sitting and talking about the experience with, and then, like, I, you know, had a <laughs> phone case that was coffee lyrics, and I was hoping that, like, other army would find me through that. But then it was always just people being like, oh, you like coffee? And I'm like, yeah, but also. (laughs) But meanwhile, nowadays, I have, like, Namjoon's photo card in the back of my phone case. I have my mouse pad is BTS as I sit here in my, like, home office. I have the 
calendar. I did take the mouse pad into my office. I don't think I took the calendar. But like all my coworkers knew, I started the group in DC. And I think that was like a turning point for me, like realizing there was a community of other people out there who also loved BTS. I think also like as I get older, I'm more comfortable in my own skin. And I care a lot less about what other people think. Like, I just don't. And it's like, this is something that's harmless. Like, so a boy band brings me joy. I'm not hurting anyone. It doesn't involve that. Like, it doesn't involve the other person. So, you know, I really don't care. Exactly. Plus, the people I have met, like, even in my professional life, were fairly supportive. Or, like, we're getting to the point where, you know, in 2019, when I was actually still in an office, not in 2020, where I just sit in my house. But like, if it came up, people would be like, oh, I've heard of them, or I saw them on TV, or oh, I know this other person who's really into them. So I think at this point, most people have some kind of exposure. Yeah. So I just don't care. Exactly. Like, it's my work desk is completely like littered with bts paraphernalia like top to bottom mouse pads like pictures calendars i have like two bts calendars on my desk like (laughs) it's a lot and so of course people do come and talk to me about it and um they know that i like them but it's never me bringing it up to talk to them it's them always coming to talk to me but then they'll like come and give me their opinions that i didn't ask for like, oh, I saw them on Carpool Karaoke last night, and I hated it. Like, I couldn't even finish the entire episode. I'm like, okay, well, good for you. Like, I didn't ask you if you liked it or not. And then they'll be like, yeah, I would never buy a ticket to one of their concerts. I'm like, okay, well, good for you, but also it's sold out, so you couldn't even if you wanted to. So, like, I, like, I don't care. Like, it doesn't matter how you feel about it. Like, they are literally number one there's not much that you can do so like keep your hate and your pants to yourself like let me just like what I like not asking for you to talk to me about it (laughs) like I'm just sitting here minding my own business and it's interesting that you've had that experience like I mentioned I think like most of the people I've discussed about it have been like fairly positive or at least like open to listening about it but maybe the difference is like I'm sometimes initiating those conversations though I try not to but I think it says more about the other person in your office than it does about you. Like, they're just being haters, literally. Like, why would I go up to someone who's, like, a Patriots fan, right? And be like, wow, the Patriots kind of suck. Exactly. I mean, I feel like they would take a lot of offense at that. And I think on that, in that hand, like, ARMY are used to taking a lot of stuff since we're trying to, like, watch our language these days. But, like, ARMY have gotten really good at taking all this flack or, like, dealing with people's like really uninformed hot takes that like (laughs) you just don't care like I don't care what you have to say right it's not like oh wow you thought they were not good on carpool (laughs) so close you thought they were not good on carpool karaoke wow what an opinion you know let me completely change my mind because you've shared that opinion (laughs) exactly it's almost like what what are you are you looking for me to react yeah do you want me to yell at you like are you trying to like prove a point that we're all like crazy I don't I don't know what you're trying to get from it like all I'm gonna do is tell you like okay good for you and I'm gonna keep it pushing I'll probably put more pictures up on my desk like (laughs) every time someone oh my god I love this idea every time someone makes a disparaging comment put up another photo card until your entire (laughs) office or cube is just like completely covered exactly I love this plan or, like, put a dollar into, like, a concert ticket fund. It's just annoying. And then you can be, like, Instagram, like, at the concert, like, thanks to all the haters who <laughs> this concert for me. Exactly. Yeah, I do think it's more hurtful when it comes from, like, family members, though, or people close to you, because it's easier to brush off, like, random opinions from a stranger, but when it's, I think this is true in general, not just for fandom, right, but, like, the people close to you can, like, hurt you the most, because you actually, like, somewhat care what they think. Exactly. It's usually always just, like, you know, I just don't get it, like, why do you like them so much? Like, well, why do you like anything that you like? (laughs) Yeah, let's unpack (laughs) all of your, like, sometimes there's no reason, right? Exactly. I'm also, like, perpetually shocked that people are, like, confused about liking them, like, 
They're great musicians. The songs slap, even the car commercial songs, right? Like, they're amazing dancers. And yes, they are good looking too. And like, why is this so unexpected for you? Like, yeah, I think if anything, it should be like very expected. Yeah. Well, usually for me, what I believe their negative opinions towards <laughs> not just BTS, but just boy bands in general, usually, um, well, for, in BTS's case, it's steeped in racism. <laughs> why they don't understand why you. Yeah why you like them um steeped in xenophobia because yeah. yeah just because it's in a different language it's korean like why why would you want to listen to it you can't understand that whatever um it is come talk to me about despacito on my <laughs> exactly or they have this i want to say like how do i phrase it Usually, it's, like, also homophobic, even though the band, boy band members may not necessarily be gay, usually they attribute any boy getting on stage and dancing and singing is gay. It's not manly, or because, like, in BGS's case, oh, they wear makeup, so they're not man enough, like, all kinds of things, like, the gender norms they try to, like, project onto these boys and boy bands. It's just kind of, like, can you just shut up? Yeah, and I definitely think it's rooted in sexism as well because we so easily dismiss what women are interested in. I saw this post on Tumblr literally yesterday, and it was like, if a woman has, like, a collection of dolls, she's considered eccentric. And, like, if a man has a collection of baseballs, he's considered, like, an investor maybe or, like, a really passionate fan or, like, someone to be envious of or... If a woman knits, you know, that's frumpy, but if a guy paints his chest and goes to, like, a sports game. So it's, like, women of all ages, like, our interests are just generally dismissed, but I think especially when you have, and I realized strongly that not all ARMY are young women. I would like to say that, firstly. You have a lot of older women or middle-aged women. You have a lot of men. You have a lot of, you know, gender non-conforming, non-binary people. Like, the ARMY is super diverse. Right. But that said, the general public perception is that, like, army are young women. And I think that you're having this weird intersection of, like, dismiss what women like as unserious with, like, youth as, like, superficial or flippant. Meanwhile, if the person took, you know, five minutes to, like, look up BTS lyrics, they would realize that's not really true. Um... But I think people have no interest in that, and they're just looking for a reason to dismiss women and to dismiss people who are young. Yeah. So I, yeah, I honestly, like, I've kind of gotten to the point where someone, like, says something to me, I'm like, what underlying thing that maybe you're not even aware of is, like, informing this comment to me? That you feel like you need to cut me down, or you need to, like, belittle my interests to feel good about yourself or to make sense of the world that's actually like very alarming and I feel bad for you yeah exactly I kind of wanted to touch on you just mentioned the ageist behavior that even goes on within our own fandom of like you know why is this only something that someone young can enjoy and by young I mean like 18 and younger like (laughs) why why is it when you hit like adulthood air quotes here that you're supposed to just suddenly stop having interest in things like a boy band like you're suddenly just start supposed to what like caring only about bills and like what drinking wine like going to like bars like, I don't know I do enjoy not (laughs) do enjoy drinking yeah Like, am I supposed to age out of it? Like, why? I mean, there are certain things that maybe at my age, I feel like I personally don't want to do, but I don't think it necessarily has anything to do with, like, that's just me, a personal preference. It doesn't have to, like, expand to, like, anyone else in the rest of the fandom. Like, if you want to be 40 and have posters of BTS in your room, like, go ahead because that's your space and you own it and you pay for it so you can do that like it's not it shouldn't be weird but people make it like a weird thing there seems to be like a gap if you're like 
60 and older and you like BTS, then like people will be like, oh my God, that's so cute. Like, oh my God, that's so adorable. But like for some reason when you're like mid twenties to like 40 something, then for some reason it's weird that you have any enjoyment (laughs) in BTS. I really don't get that. Well, I think like, okay, so I've written about this literally 25-8, not on the pod. So you already know all the opinions I have on this. One thing I will say is I feel like no matter what, people are freaked out by other people. Like even larger than the fandom, right? Like people always have an opinion about how other people are living their life. Like think about women you know who have kids or women you know who don't have kids or women who are choosing to postpone marriage or women who got married at, you know, 22 right out of school. Like we, and I'm guilty of it too sometimes. Like we all have opinions about each other and we really just need to like let each other live. Like provided that someone's, like, not hurting anyone else or, like, minding their business, like, mind your own business in terms of you talking about, like, someone with, like, BTS posters in their house. I mean, how many people do we know that have, like, (laughs) maybe it's just me, but, like, Star Trek figurines everywhere. Like, I might not get it, but, like, it's not for me to get. If it makes them happy, like, I shouldn't concern myself with it, you know? Like, I'm like, oh, that's cool, but... Yeah, we always have opinions about how others are living their life, no matter what. So I'm kind of like, just do you. Just do what you want. Yeah. But diving... Wow, I'm so raspy today. Diving specifically into, um, like, ARMY and the age gap. So I am... Probably most people know this. So I was born in 1991, so I'm older than Jen. So I'm, like, the babiest of, like... (laughs) older army, I guess you could say, but that weird, like, older than them, but, like, not in my 60s, not a cute grandma, like, you know, like, I get it. So, my timeline is full of a lot of, like, really cool, older than me army in their 30s, in their 40s. They have, like, really good, and even older sometimes, but, like, I guess I've kind of, like, found my way to that side of Twitter. And they're constantly being bullied by, like, these 16-year-olds who are, like, hey, hag, go and, like, take care of your kids. Like, okay, so on the younger people's side, I would say that's probably not all ARMY. That's probably not even a majority, right? You have, like, a bunch of, like, mad 16-year-olds that can't go back to school and they're just, like, trolling people on the internet. So... But I don't want to be dismissive of them either, because, again, that goes back to, like, youth. I would, like, you know, being dismissive of youth. But far and away, I would say most armies are really chill. However, every day I log in, I see someone being bullied. And I think a lot of it um, has to do... Okay, and I will say, on the flip side, there is some older army who retaliate and are saying, like, okay, go back and, like, do your homework or, like, go watch Cartoon Network or, like whatever. So, like, I think it goes both ways. I will say that. Personally, I would not waste my time fighting with, you know, someone who's super young and probably just, like, frustrated, doesn't know why they feel mad and edgy and, like, (laughs) teenage hormones are raging. Like, I think (laughs) as someone who is turning 29, literally within the week, uh, I think a lot of those people can't envision a life beyond, like, 22, like, period. So, they just think like, wow, 30 is so old. Like they have no perspective. And then someday they'll be 30. And I hope that a lot of the people that are like mad and angry will be like, oh, you know, I'm still a human that has interests. Yeah. So I think it's ageism on both sides. Like we're easy to dismiss what's young, but then also eager to dismiss people who are like older than they should be in quotes in the fandom. And I don't know why there's expected to be this age gap. But, like, I don't know why unless it's getting back to the boy band thing. Yeah, definitely. It goes back to the boy band thing because they're not they're not playing instruments and because they're making pop music, then automatically it's, like, lesser than what they listen to because they have superior music taste and, you know, doesn't sound like what we were listening to back in the 60s. So, <laughs> so they trash it. I guess. It's just, it's strange to me. And I don't know if, like, younger army feel threatened by certain older army. A lot of, I will say it could also tie into, like, some people, not all, but some of the older fans I follow are, like, harder stands. And I don't know if that, like, 
freaks out the young people or but I have seen some like people who probably shouldn't well whatever but like I just I don't know I don't know what it is about like the 30 to 40 something but then like grandma army are cute I'm like welcome I think there's I can see sometimes where it'll get kind of weird because sometimes it'll be okay BTS is like our age right yeah so it's not weird if someone who's 30 has an interest in like some of the members of BTS who are just like around the same age right but then sometimes there's older army who are like significantly older but they look at the members in like a sexualized way so sometimes it comes up kind of creepy like why are you 50 and like sexualizing jungle you know like yeah. <laughs> so I, mean, I can see where yeah. sometimes it's weird i get that i i definitely do so part of me feels like yeah it's a little weird and i feel like sexualization is like a whole other topic of conversation but like right. i also think it's weird <laughs> maybe i'm just like a very repressed catholic like i don't know but I also think it's weird that people are thirsting, like, super publicly, regardless of age. <laughs> I might have many thoughts, right? I'm not saying that I don't have thoughts, like, <laughs> but, <laughs> well, I tweet them out for at least 500 people that follow me to see, probably not. Yeah, there's limits. So I guess I just feel like it has not, on, on that front, for my own personal comfort level, it has nothing to do with age and more, like, if someone found my Stan account, would I be comfortable with what people found there? Because I'm assuming, you know, in the 21st century, we virtually have no privacy. So, like, if my local friends found my account, would I be cool with that? And so I try to use that, I don't want to say philosophy, but, like, that rule to kind of, like, guide what I post. I mean, I'd probably still be a little embarrassed, right, if they saw how often I'm tweeting or, like, you know, I foam at the mouth about June's arms probably a little more than I should, but, like, that's about as far as I'll let it go. Like, I, I have seen a lot of things on there that <laughs> I would not want, like, people in my daily life to see, and I will leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. So, <laughs> but yeah. Um, which, like, I guess I feel like because they are it's it's hard to say because like they are celebrities that live in the social eye like you're always gonna have people who feel like all kinds of different ways about them of all ages <sighs> if it like doesn't impact them how much does it matter i guess is my thought like sort of like it's bound to happen but then i do think <clears throat> that we know them more as people than we know other artists as people. So, uh, I don't know. I, I guess I don't really know how to address the like thirstiness levels. Cause like on the one hand, I sort of get it and it comes with being a public figure, but on the other hand, like it shouldn't have to. And like, we should still be respectful. So I don't really know where I fall on like that whole debate. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know why. And who's to say the like 60 plus grandmas also aren't being thirsty? Like we're making a big <laughs> assumption here, okay? Yeah. Like I just, I don't know. That's true. I guess I kind of feel like the expression, and I know we try really hard not to curse, but I think it was pretty mild, but like damned if you do, damned if you don't, like someone's always gonna have an opinion. So as long as you're not like hurting anyone or like you're, personal thoughts or tweets aren't like impacting the members then like who cares yeah exactly but I will say on a more positive note I think being a BTS fan has made me a lot more understanding I don't know if we talked about this on a different pod if it got cut if this was like a different conversation that we had but one of my cousins is really into Taylor Swift and I always thought that that was kind of like I was like, okay, that's for younger people. Like, I also did that and was, like, very guilty of it. So I can't sit here and, like, claim to be perfect. But then, like, I really didn't go looking for BTS. Like, 
they found me. I got sucked into that like meme that I always post about the person thinking they're jumping into a puddle and they just like disappear and fall into the sinkhole. So like her interest in Taylor Swift has like no bearing on me. I'm not going to shade her for it. Right. Like if she likes it and it makes her happy and she can go to many concerts, like if something brings people like joy, then I'm not going to sit here and like judge them for it. Right. Like, let people enjoy things, whether you understand it or not. Like, yeah, like, I might not get it, but, like, I don't care. Plus, like, if we all have the same hobbies and interests, how boring would it be? Everyone would all be into the same things. Right. So, yeah. I've actually gotten to the point where I kind of, like, if I'm meeting someone or, like, trying to, like, connect with people at an event, I'm, like, trying to find out ways to find out like what they're into like what like actually do they want to talk about versus us being like yeah weather's great yeah like tell me what you're weird about I want to know (laughs) (laughs) that's what makes you more interesting anyway yeah so what would others call you weird for um so I'd like to ask for a moment of silence um it's gonna give five seconds Rest in peace to Pink June. I wish people could see me Carter. Okay, first of all, memorial service for Pink June. We are never getting that back ever again, apparently. That's what he says. <sighs> I say never uh, say never, but we'll take him at his word. Exactly. For those who don't know what we're talking about, on the most request, most requested live, most whatever i had to ask you what it was from so <laughs> ask anything i whatever one of those something yeah. like that <laughs> um one of those chats they did recently a fan asked dom june if he would ever dye his hair pink again and he's very adamant about no i'm not doing that because when i was on weekly idol it was one of the like dark like embarrassing moments of my life and I had that hairstyle, so I'm not going back to pink again. And he destroyed the hearts of many. Um, I don't think he realized what he said. Like, how many people were waiting on him to dye his pink again, just hoping and praying. And he laid it to rest. Um, so we will, at the close of this podcast, have our final send-off. I'm a purple June enthusiast, so as long as we see grape grape June again, I'm I'm probably good. You know, he might come around the corner and say that he's not going to do that again for some random reason. It's like, you know what? Yeah. You just hurt me so bad. I guess, like, okay. (laughs) So part of me is like, okay, he says he's not going to. He's not going to. We take him at his word. But in that Deep Ride magazine that my parents got me, he had said they would never do a song in English and was pretty adamant about that. And here we are with Dynamite, which is great. So, you know, I'm I'm in the never say never camp, but if he was adamant, we'll assume not. Maybe we just give it some time. <laughs> but also, like, more so, I want to score the whole Weekly Idol like cast and production crew like they treated them so poorly for so many years I really really don't like them at all so if we could just all rally together and just gang up on weekly idol this is where we should be focusing our energy towards right it shouldn't be the fault yes I can get on this wagon all right I'm there there's so many of us even if it was only just you know, a small percentage of the phantom. <laughs> we can make action happen. All those people that were mean to them in the past, in my head, I, I regularly think about it, like the hamburger incident with Jungkook way back when, and like some of the questions they were being asked or things they were forced to do, like all those people, I just envision them like covering their faces, like hiding away. Like, who were those like underground rappers whose names I literally can't even remember who told like Arm and Shuga, like, they weren't good rappers and would like never you know be cool or whatever (laughs) uh I think that's a little bit funny that's comical all these people being like huh and now (laughs) he's like I don't play basketball slam dunk on all of you like (laughs) bye what's going on with Namjoon these days like I was just talking about like being respectful but like What's going on with him? 
you all can like insinuate my meaning what is going on with him jungkook warned us he, he gave us a warning he was like you've been working out a lot he's like yeah he's like i i thought your your shirt was going to rip <laughs> like he tried to warn us like a month ago <laughs> here it is like it was not enough of a warning yeah he's pretty swole in the gym it's showing i'm just like here for thick bunk tongs i just i was not ready i don't think any of us were even talking about it i'm like <laughs> <laughs> trying to hold back my thoughts <laughs> yeah just sit with this everyone <laughs> think about it for a little exactly let marinate well any final thoughts no, no thoughts, head empty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my final thought is let people enjoy things. Period. Yeah, worry about yourself. Just let people enjoy things. If you don't understand it, if you want to actively try to understand, kudos to you. But if you don't understand it and you don't want to, keep it pushing. Mind your own business. No one wants to hear your opinion. Just let people enjoy things. If you have nothing positive to say, do not say it at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I really don't get what that accomplishes. Like what, if you're just trying to like antagonize someone, like, are you on some kind of power trip? Does that make you feel good about yourself? Like, right. nobody's got time for that. All right. Very Find true. something that, instead of antagonizing others, this goes out to a large swath of Twitter. Just find something that you enjoy. Yeah. It makes you happy. Support other people's happiness. Yeah. If you see someone receiving a great amount of joy in something in particular, support them in that. Rather than trying to tear them down and make them feel dumb or silly for liking something. Yeah. Let's do that instead. And if you do support people and, like, buy them deep fried magazines, even though you don't get it and will probably never get it, you're a real one, so thank exactly. mom and dad. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you for supporting something that you may find strange. We appreciate it. Well, that is all. That's all for the week. Next time we... <laughs> I just had yeah. that Looney Tunes thought. Th- th- that, that's all, folks. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we are getting out of here, and we will be back with a new episode next week. Bye. Bye.